0: Hi, welcome to the Back to Biz School podcast. I'm your host, Brian Tier and on this episode, I'll be interviewing Angel Roca, my MBA classmate hailing from Chile. As always, this episode will have the first half of the interview. Let's dive right in. Welcome to the Back to Biz School podcast. I'm your host, Brian Sier, and I have with me a very special guest today. One of the coolest people I've met at the NUS MBA, Mr. Ex CFO, current MBA candidate at NUS, Angel Roca. Welcome.
1: Hello, hello, Brian. Thank you for the nice introduction. (laughs) Thanks.
0: (laughs) No, no, uh, there's not enough time. You know, I'll take too long. there's too many things to say about you. So I have to keep it short, just XCFO. But yes, thank you for coming. Um, Tell us about yourself, Angel.
1: Yeah, uh, briefly, uh, as you said, my name is Angel. I know that it's quite hard to pronounce it because it's a Spanish name, but actually I am from Chile, from South America. And I study uh, a business administrator Back in Chile, that is a very common career there. And then I start like a very fast and, and good path into the finance industry, but not like in the finance, like banking or investment. More like into the real. I like to say like real finance, and it's more like uh, into the operations of the a real company making real stuff. <laughs>
0: not like not like the not like the fake stuff that all the banks are doing is that i'm kidding i'm kidding
1: (laughs) yeah yeah but but, you know it's funny it's funny because my my first like professional position uh was actually as fx trader so i was very very like yeah i was very happy with this kind of job because it was I, I know I don't know if I can remember well, but was almost at this, at the same time of this movie of Leonardo DiCaprio, like uh, Wall of Wall Street, and I was oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. just very very young getting this new position as a FX trader, uh, but yeah, after one year and a half something like that of working doing that, I, I was like, hmm, maybe I want to move to into something else, maybe more something more related with a real output like in my case like at the end building like a uh, real estate like complex uh, offices uh, houses like r- real like real things mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. I, yeah i saw that you were at the Cruz de del sor servicios right financial yeah yeah. yeah 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 oh, so is is tres montes lucetti did that start your real estate journey your career
1: no, that, actually, that's what that was my pivot from the, the financial like effects trader position to the like the real world finance. Um, but that is in the food industry. So, this is now is actually a Colombian company, but back in the day it was a Chilean company. Uh, and now they, they got an acquisition from this Suda like group that is a very big Colombian group. And that was my like the beginning of my journey actually. And I was there like for a year. And after that, I started like in a proper, like real estate and construction company in Chile, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've been in this, you've been in real estate for eight years or so already, like I would say eight years, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think roughly eight years, uh, actually. More than real estate, it's like 60 or 70% of my experience is more in the construction, like, like in the building part of the real estate business. Because in Chile, I think it's, it's a little bit different than in Singapore uh, that we have big companies that do the both things, like the building and also the, the, the planning and the selling and everything. It's like real estate and construction in one company. Um so in my first position there in Ingevec that is a very big company it, it was only like construction like proper construction and then I jumped into the real estate one so yeah yeah but those are my my like big backgrounds
0: mm, 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 mm. yeah i saw in uh Bisalco right Bisalco is the 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 second the second one that you went to where now it's more uh i think uh, residential projects or something
1: yeah, yeah, Besalco was my last job um, and it's totally into the residential, they, they have some like a small office like developments, but it's more like uh, into residential stuff and, and also in Besalco was the boss size of the business, like the real estate, the planning and developing everything, and also the construction. So I I got these two views of this business. I actually, I like it a lot. Uh, I spend a lot of time with engineers, architects, like these kind of guys that they are way so different from finance people. Um, and I actually was like the stranger there, like the outlier, the finance guy, the only that was like in charge of the budget. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was very used to that. Yeah, was, it's very nice. The the real estate and the construction sext- sector in Chile actually is 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 big. Maybe nowadays is they are not doing so good because now in Chile we have like some kind of uh, economic slowdown. But yeah, a few years ago was was doing very good. Yeah.
0: Mm, 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 mm Okay, okay. Let's let's dial it back a bit. Right. I'm very interested to hear about real estate in South America in general, but let's just dial it back to a bit to talking about your CFO. Do you always wanted to be in finance? You know, your goal when you were young, you tell your father, oh, you know, when I grow up I want to be a CFO. <laughs> Was it always like this? Or?
1: Yeah. No, no, not really. I, I don't think there is anyone in the world that wanted to be a CFO as a kid. It's like <laughs> it's not a like, very popular topical. like yeah, it's so technical, it's not so popular. It's, it's not like associated with like fun stuff. But uh, no, 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 actually when I was like very young, I wanted to be more like into the computer science like side of the world. Like I, I really wanted to be something like, I don't know, a coder, a programmer, something like that, uh, building software. But, but you know, the world works in crazy ways. I, I just had, uh, ended like my high school. I, I, I had to decide what to do next. Uh, and I had only two options like to study for to be this business administrator like this, this Chilean career or to be a lawyer. That, that was like my decision, like quite opposite ways. Uh, and I was like better into the numbers than into the reading thing. So I just decided into this like career. And then in Chile, we have this, this is very special that you enter this career that is called business administrator. And then you have to decide if you want to go to the econ side of the world or to the finance side of the world, like finance, marketing, on human resources or econ. And, mm-hmm. and I, actually, I decided to study economics. Uh, that's mm-hmm. my bachelor's degree actually is economics. But I, when I was like in the fourth or fifth year of the career, I decided, man, I think that I, I don't want to be like a, an economics uh, guy, actually. Uh, I don't want to work in the central bank. Uh, I think that is not so funny. And then I just applied for a master's degree in finance in the same school that I studied, same university. Uh, and I got this like, very good scholarship from this Chilean university. And I just pivoted from economics to finance, like 100% change. Uh, and then I started to do my path into the career. And, and after all, I ended being like a CFO. But yeah, I, I actually, I was more like a research guy that not like a manager, like building teams and everything. But, you know, the things just happened and I ended being like this CFO guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that you were a research assistant for like one year plus, which is like, wow, okay, that's very, very uh, academic side, which is, you don't seem like the academic or government sort of person, actually, so. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I, I think at the, ta- at the time, you were still finding your footing. You were still like, oh, you know, should I do this, should I do that? And then you went into like sales, you became the wolf of Chilean Wall Street. But, you know. <laughs> <not about it. laughs> To go yeah, into, uh, yeah. all that, yeah. i mean speaking of speaking of scholarships i feel like you have a very very good track record with uh scholarships it seems like a hundred percent success rate because yeah, not only yeah. did you get I'm the so scholarship lucky. that you mentioned and you also uh was awarded the APEC nus scholarship tell us more about that
1: yeah yeah i actually i think i'm very very lucky <laughs> that that's the the whole premise <laughs> But yeah, uh, I had this scholarship for my master's degree in Chile, and nowadays I have this very crazy good scholarship here at NUS. I'm very, very like thankful for the MBA office for giving me the opportunity like to study here because actually without the scholarship for me it couldn't be like possible to be actually in Singapore studying uh and yeah yeah it was a long process of, of application uh, but I I think I have some very good like I, I had my mentor that was uh, the last year actually winner of the same scholarship uh, Ricardo he is now actually in Japan doing an, an exchange and um, and he told me like uh, maybe the things that you have to like to to... Ponderate more in your application, like to maybe be successful in the whole thing. Uh, and after all, uh, I had to wait like until like May of this year to know like if I w- was the winner of the scholarship. Um, and yes, yes, actually I-, I won between the whole cohort, and yeah, I'm very very happy because it's it was like my only chance to be here. W- without the scholarship, would it be possible for me?
0: Did, did, I'm curious, do you apply for any other scholarships? Was it always, um, I mean, this is the standard question I always ask to most of my uh, interviewees, which is, uh, why Why NUS MBA? Why do you choose Singapore? So before that, yeah, do you, you try other places, other scholarships?
1: Yeah, no. Actually, I, I was uh, my only application was to NUS MBA. I I, I was doing like one shot, one opportunity. Uh, I was playing all my cards, all my cards in this uh, in this program. Uh, I don't know that I know that is not the most rational thing to do. Uh, but I have this feeling like maybe it's going to work. So. Um, And why Singapore? Uh, It happened the the last year I was with my now wife here in Singapore and I was like really, really surprised about the country. I couldn't like believe like how was everything. Like mm, the cultural shock for me was so, so like uh, big that I I told to me, like I, I said to me like, Man, I, I I need to be here for a while. I, I need to feel like what is la- about like living in in a place like so different from Chile or from the whole South America. Uh, because like, I don't know if you've been like uh, in South America, but it's like the opposite of the world, like hundred percent different.
0: <laughs> so so you've been to to Singapore before you applied for the NUS MBA, and and yeah yeah was.
1: yeah yeah. I I was your,
0: your wife was like, your wife was here. Oh. No,
1: no, uh, no, it's, it's, a, a quite, it's a quite a long story, but the last year I was traveling with my wife, like in too many places, uh, b- because we had this, like, very typical, like, thinking after honeymoon. the COVID. It, no, 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 not oh, okay, the honeymoon, well. no, 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 L- like a break <laughs> from many years from work, like
0: to, to, ah, okay, okay.
1: we wanted to do something, like, different, so we both resign of our jobs and started to travel. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So we did like this travel uh, and we ended being here the last December actually. And, and that was the moment that because I wanted to do an MBA, but I I didn't know, uh, knew like where, Uh, but when I, when I came here was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to give it a try to, to this place It's so different the technology, I, I, I really am a tech guy. I, I love technology. I, I know, like, it, it's, it's not my, like, professional background, but I like it, like, as a hobby. And, uh, and mm-hmm. when I was walking around, like, the city, I saw, like, the technology everywhere. Uh, the conference, like, it, it, you can feel that, like, it's so, so different from Santiago. So I, um, that's, was the moment that I decided like uh, maybe doing an MBA here is a very, very good choice. This program is one of the best in the world. The university is also one of the best in the world. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that the success ratio for me were was very, very like um, low because I needed the scholarship. Uh, I needed to study for the GRE, for the You know, the English exam as well, Uh, I was in the the university, but many years ago. So yeah, yeah, I have to like to study everything like in a very short time and do it like in the best way possible
0: yeah Mm, because you you only decided that NUS was the destination December last year it was so recent as less than a year ago you were like okay I want to go NUS so you had a very short window to study GRE and all
1: that yeah it was very short because the the window for the scholarship actually is like the 21st of uh, January I think if if I, I remember well like 21st so I, mm. I had like one month to prepare everything, to wrap up all the old exams, to do everything. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it was, was very stressful, but um, <laughs> and actually, and the, and the probability success for me was so low that I was like, oh, maybe this is not the right thing to do, but, but I had yeah, this yeah. feeling like, uh, and I got to give it a try, like, why not? What if it happens? Like, what if it works? Like, oh, mm-hmm. why not? Mm-hmm so I, I just give it a yeah that's one like give it a try
0: yes yeah i think i think that's a, that's a life life lesson right just just try right you know i'm sure you have backup plan you know if you couldn't get to nus maybe you could do an MBA elsewhere but if you never try you never know and i mean how much is it to try you know application fee gre fees which the gre you can use anywhere anyway so yeah, i think that's a good that's a good life lesson speaking of life lessons now that, you know, you're an ex-CFO and, and everything, what's the one piece of advice you would give to someone who would want to be in where you you were or where you are?
1: Yeah, that, that's a very good one. During my career, I, I've been in many like a stressful situation, like unexpected situations, like crazy ones, good ones. But I always remember one time, uh, actually it was in this company that is called Tres Montes Lucchetti when I was starting, like in this more research side of the financial world. Um, and, and, I have this buddy that he's now doing very well in a, in a Chilean big startup. Um, uh, and he told me one concept concept, sorry, that is called like consistency, like the consistency of the numbers. So he just, uh, I was working in some Excel sheets uh, and, uh, and uh, I can't remember well, but I think that I, uh, that I did some mistake in, in, with some numbers and I was like, oh, okay, it's not so important. It's just like some numbers on, in one Excel. What can be so like, important about that? And he came to me like, and, he, and he took the, a piece of paper and I started to draw a circle, like an endless circle, like a circle, one over again, one over again. And he told me, like, you know, what is this? I said, no, no, what is that? Like, it's, it's the meaning of, like, consistency? The numbers must be consistent, like, over time. Like, you can not be, like, every month changing the numbers up and down, up and down. If, if you have to be very sure that the numbers you are, like, making, like, calculating need to be, like, the right numbers. So for me, the, the piece of advice for the people that want to go to the finance size, like financial industry, like even in this like banking sector, sector or like on the or, or more like operative financial world, like CFO, is to be consistent, be very sure that the numbers are right, are telling something logic. The numbers always are going to tell you a history about something at the end of everything. Big decisions are going to be made by the numbers that you are like making or calculating. Maybe those numbers are not like proper money because my free experience was very close to the money when I was like a trader. Um, mm. so I was playing with money like all over the day. But when you are like in the research side or like an analyst, all your analysts, like your output is going to be money, like in the future. So so you have to be very mm-hmm. sure, like the numbers that you are making are
0: good. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Good, good. Very, very good advice. I was in finance, actually. I was an auditor for, for a year and then I realized I'm not very consistent with my numbers. So I left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You yeah, just, yeah. just went to sales. Where sales, you don't have to be very consistent. You just have to sell very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, know, you know what concerned. I mean. You know. <laughs> yeah, but I know what you mean. And that was the first half of the interview. Many more interesting stories in the second half, so don't miss out. Until then, this has been the Back to Biz School podcast. Bye for now.